Hey Gator fans, welcome into another edition of Celebrating 96. This is Hayes Carlion on 1010XL.com. And uh, we have made it. We have made it through the first uh, quarter of the season. The Gators are 4-0. Uh, very cool. And uh, so the Gators now this week go to Arkansas. Now the Gators are number one in the country. They've, they've held that now for two weeks. They, they earned the number one ranking after the 35-29 victory in Knoxville. Uh, then last week they uh, beat Kentucky in a squeaker, 65 to nothing. Um, so, uh, so now the Gators go back on the road to face Arkansas, and uh, this was an interesting game uh, because it's it's hard to get up on the road. Uh, it can be when you're when you're facing a, a team in in the SEC that's you know it's not a rival, and we've seen Florida you know struggle. In Oxford, we've seen Florida struggle, and in Starkville at times, even great teams. Um, Arkansas sort of falls into that category. Now, Florida's already always had very good success against Arkansas, and it continued this day. It was forty-two to seven. Now that was a little misleading. Um, it was actually close at the half. The Gators led fourteen to seven, but the offense really woke up in the second half. Danny Warfel throws for a then school record four hundred and sixty-two yards. Uh, breaking Eric Kresser's mark at the time, um, that would fall into the category of, yes, Danny Warfel should own that record, not Eric Kresser, nothing against Eric. But, uh, um, but yeah, it was good to see the, uh, the passing attack get going. Um, and uh, and Riddell Anthony really continued uh, his hot streak. Nine catches, 189 yards, three touchdowns. Um, obviously, he would go on to set the school record that year for touchdown receptions with 17. Um, on the second play of the game, he caught a 56-yard touchdown pass. Uh, then in the second half, caught a 23-yard fade from Warfel, followed by a six-yard fade from Danny Warfel, who, as you may or may not throw uh, know, throws a beautiful fade route. Uh, still has the best anticipation uh, of any college quarterback I've ever seen. Um, there were a lot of offensive line shuffling at this point. The offensive line started to go through some attrition. The running game kind of struggled in Arkansas, 87 yards on 29 carries, a 3.0 average. Um, but that was it for the for the offense. Now defensively, and we're going to uh, be joined by former Gators linebacker Johnny Rutledge here in, in a minute or so. Defensively, it was obviously a great performance. And, and before we get to that, I want to tell you this episode of Celebrating 96 is sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harrell & Harrell. You can call them at 904-251-1111. Uh, they're a big enough firm that they can fight the insurance companies. They have the, the needed ammunition to do that. But a small enough firm that you're you're going to get the the sort of personal attention that you deserve. So it's the perfect balance. They do an excellent job with that. Harold and Harold don't settle for less than you deserve. Uh, they're available twenty four seven. Now, when you look at defensively for the Gators, it all it always starts with Bates and Rutledge. I mean, that just seems like when you look at tackles consistently, those guys are going to be there, and this was no exception. Uh, Bates had 16 tackles, Rutledge had 13. Um, obviously, Arkansas only scored seven points on their home field. And you started to really see it when we talked to uh, Coach Steve Spurrier for the Tennessee episode a couple weeks ago. You know, he mentioned that in that 35 29 win, there really wasn't a lot of celebrating in the locker room because the Gators had given up the last 29 points of the game. And, uh, you know, you can tell how that carried through. They then go on, and there was no, you know, 
celebrating, you know, into there wasn't he I mean, he said it. There was no celebrating even in the postgame locker room, let alone once they got back to campus and you know, they got the number one ranking back, but Florida was still playing with a huge chip on their shoulder. They shut out Kentucky, they go and only give up seven to Arkansas. So clearly Bob Stoops in that defense was really starting to hit its stride. In fact, following the Tennessee win in Florida's next five games, they outscored the opponents 261 to 37. Uh, so just magnificent stuff. So without further ado, I want you to hear from former Gator linebacker Johnny Rutledge. We're talking about the Arkansas game today. And uh, okay. you know what stands out to me is you guys make such a big statement up in Knoxville. Uh, but it really seemed like that catapulted you guys from a defensive standpoint. You look at what happened you know, throughout the next few weeks, and you shut out Kentucky. You only give up seven to Arkansas. Uh, the defense really seemed to find its stride. Uh, what kind of confidence did you guys take out of the Tennessee victory? I mean, um, I mean uh, that game, game was huge. Winning that one is um, for us always a goal, but I mean, I mean that that win actually uh, actually uh, with us with us uh, set set the stage stage for the whole year. I mean, for us, uh, wanted to be dominant. Uh, and we wanted to stop stop the run, wanted to stop stop people. Period. But so yeah, I mean that that win that win actually set the tone tone for us for us that whole year. How much did it did you guys need that? I mean, the uh, obviously the the previous year it ended in in disappointing fashion, and the first two games of the season, you know, were against teams that obviously you guys had an overwhelming athletic edge over. So you go to Tennessee, yeah. and that was sort of your first opportunity to really make a statement to the nation that that you guys were back. And we're we're going to get to the Arkansas game, but I just want to get a sense of. How important was what kind of a launching pad was that to go into Knoxville and show the world that the Gators were far from over in, in terms of being a national title contender? I mean, it was huge for us to get that uh, first uh, SEC East, East win. It's huge, huge for us, and then to go into Knoxville and to play uh, against uh, a great uh, uh, team led by Peyton Manning, Jamal, Jamal Lewis, and Al Wilson. I mean, for us. Plus, it was a big, a big challenge uh, going on the road, road there, and uh, winning it was uh, huge. And then just something uh, for us, for us, uh, for us that uh, uh, Eastern win was was uh, always big. When I talked to Coach Spurrier, he said something interesting about the Tennessee game. He said, you know what, really wasn't all that jovial uh, in the locker room after the game because obviously you guys had gotten up to a, you know such a huge lead, 35 nothing, and then Tennessee never really had a chance to, to win the game. Uh, they score with just a few seconds left to make it look a little bit more respectable. But was that almost the perfect scenario for you guys? You got a big win. Uh, you beat the number two team in the country at that time on their home field in front of an NCAA record crowd at that time. You get the number one ranking back, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like it was a perfect game, that there were still things that obviously you guys could, could work on to get better. Yeah, for us, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, um, I mean, Coach is right. Uh, and we didn't do a lot of laughing and cheering. I mean, we always knew that that, that game was just one, one piece, piece for our uh, puzzle that, that year. Had to get it. And then we got it. So for us, it was almost like a business trip. I mean, so we didn't see it see it as, I mean, that was a great, great win for us. So I was like going there, 
uh, win the game, and all right, you know what I'm saying, next week, you know what I'm saying, win that one too. So, yeah, I mean, and we didn't take it as it was a huge, huge victory. But, it, I mean, I mean, for us, it was huge, but, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, for our mind, mindset, it was just a business trip. And then you guys go get the shutout against Kentucky and then go to mm-hmm. Arkansas, and they only score seven points. What what yeah. were the key to you guys really hitting your stride defensively uh, in, in that point of the season? I mean, first with Coach, Coach Stoops, the goal was to always stop, stop the run. Um, uh, and our goal was to limit teams, teams to about, uh, I, think, I think our goal was like uh, 75 to 80 yards rushing for Per game, so for us, I'm saying to always stop, stop the one first beat. Um, I'm saying physical and fast, and 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 just basically force their hand on on our side of the ball. Johnny Rutledge, kind enough to join us. Uh, before we continue, I want to let you guys know this episode of Celebrating 96 is sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harold & Harold, a local family firm available 24-7, and my friends, huge gators who you can trust, Harold & Harold, don't settle for less than you deserve. Uh, Johnny, when you look at that Arkansas game, do you remember anything about uh, what stood out that year, about the Razorbacks, what sort of the key was going into that matchup? The key was for uh, them, I mean, I they had kind of like a hybrid team. They ran some option. They did some various power stuff on the run, some uh, uh, spread, spread, spread type type schemes. So that week, I mean, uh, for us, we really had to focus on a number of things. I mean, but for us, our goal was to always stop stop the run, run first, and we, um, I was saying, did did that uh, for them. For them, had some third and long. So for us, we had to bring our bring our blitzes, pressure. So. I mean, Fred, you just made it uh, easy that day. When you look at uh, your relationship with all the linebackers, but particularly uh, James Bates, uh, you guys combined yeah. for 29 tackles in that game. Um, <laughs> what, what was it like playing with, with him, and how well did you guys feed off each other? I mean, uh, I mean James, James Bates was the ultimate teacher, teammate. Uh, for me, uh, for me, uh, uh, for me, just learning, learning from him how he, uh, how he studied, saw the game was a uh, huge, huge for me as a young, young player. So, I mean, uh, for me, learning from James, soaking up all his uh, knowledge, I mean, was uh, valuable. In, in the Arkansas game, it ended up obviously being a comfortable victory, but at the half, it's fourteen yeah. seven. You guys are certainly. Uh, doing your job, uh, yeah. But what what do you remember about that game? Maybe at, at the break, and and what did you see from the sideline in terms of that Gator offense and why they were able to get so hot in the second half? You know what? For us, I mean, uh, we always knew that we you know what I'm saying with our score. So for us, just go out, do our job, worry about what we can uh, stop, and then I mean, for us, I mean, I will score our points. So I mean, everyone really uh, worry. We just had to go, go make plays on uh, our side of the ball. Former Florida linebacker Johnny Rutledge joining us, a big part of that 1996 national championship team, beloved team uh, in the University of Florida history. Jo- well, Johnny, what was it like from your linebacking perspective? What was it like having the defensive front that you guys had and the protection you guys had on the back end and the secondary? What, what, what was it like having those kind of impactful players around you? 
and we had a great, great group. We had a uh, championship defense. So, I mean, and that really made made things easier easier for for me on that back end. Um, having that line in, in front of me, see, I got like uh, Ed Chester, uh, Willie Cohen, uh, all those guys in front, making things easier for us, and then for us, making it easier for our uh, corners and our and our guys on the back end just by bringing those blitzes, bringing those those pressures to where I mean for them, it, it all worked out well. I think fans are always a little surprised that the offense and the defense are almost their own separate entities on a football team. I mean, there's certain things a coach can do to, you know, maybe try and, uh, you know, in terms of the locker room, put offensive guys with defensive guys, mix everybody in. Uh, but in terms of meeting rooms and things like that, you're pretty separate, uh, you know, from each other. What was the relationship like between the defense and the offense in 96? Well, you know what? It was great. That's what the summer summer's for. I mean, uh, those uh, lifts and runs, uh, you can build that team team bunch. Well, we didn't really see those those sides of the ball. I mean, it was just one one team. But those but those lifts and those runs runs made it made it hard. And and then for us, it built that brotherhood. I mean, I thought. I mean, so for us, I mean, for us, we always thought thought things as being a team. But I mean, for us, we always had our own own uh, group. And by that point in the season at the Arkansas game, now you guys have played, you know, five games now with yeah. uh, with Coach Stoops. At that point in the season, obviously you knew what you had when when he when he when he got there in spring. And I think uh, to, to to talk to the players, everybody on the defensive side of the ball realized pretty quickly what a star Bob Stoops was going to be for the Gators. Absolutely. Yeah. But but when you got into that, started getting into the the meat of the season. How what was that process like about you know going from great first impression to really seeing week in and week out how this man can put you in the right position to to make plays if the scheme is executed right? Yeah, I mean, um, um, uh, for us, for us as, as players, for us as players during the spring uh, and in camp, I mean, I even only see like basic things that we we do, but um, for those games. I mean, Coach Coach Stoops, Stoops made great great changes during the game. I mean, uh, so for me, man, uh, for me, for me, uh, me, uh, seeing, seeing uh, him him coach during those those times times was good, good, good for uh, all of us. And we're talking, you know, we're focusing this episode on the Arkansas game, but I'm curious just to open that up a little bit for you. Uh, do you remember a specific example? Doesn't necessarily have to be in the Arkansas game, but uh, of a of one of those in game adjustments that Coach Stoops made that you were you were even a little shocked at how well it worked. Yeah, I mean, uh, for us, second time playing against uh, Florida State. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first. Uh, first game was basically a uh, overfront game, and they was like, they was like, um, man. Uh, but 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 those lead lead week plays, they were during uh, killing us with uh done. And then I mean, then from that game, um, I was in uh, hey, our front front change, and, and then we you know what I'm stop stop the one. I mean, so much for us. I mean, it, it was just that one little change change that. 
What was that like? What was that moment, 52 to 20? What, what, was the, what were those three, four hours like for you? I mean, for us, we already knew that second game that we wouldn't lose that, that game. For us just having that, I mean, uh, and the way that the way that things things shake out with uh something uh uh for us for us um uh, uh having that we just knew that knew that uh, there was no way that we were gonna lose that game that we went in focused and and um and we uh party after that so uh <laughs> yeah we party party for uh, that. Yeah, I was uh, I was there in the swamp for the for the celebration. And uh, what what does that day mean to you to to come into to that stadium that you love so much and see you know a packed house ready to to celebrate what a tremendous accomplishment you guys had given to all the fans in the university? Well, first it was just uh, man memories and just just seeing all the hard work that we we did um, we did from the spring the summer. Yeah, season and just and just and just all uh, paid off then. So I mean, that was wonderful for us. Always a memory I'll have. What's it been like? Uh, does, is it a team that like? How often do you think about that year? Every single day. Really? What? What Every is it? Day. Is it always a different memory, or is it? Is it a one or two memories you can share with us that all, that spring to mind uh, more than others? I mean, uh, for us, I mean, uh, for us. Uh, First fans, fans always see the game, 52 to 20. But for us, it was always, a, uh, man, 5 o'clock lift, 6 o'clock runs. I mean, just that hurt. And then, I mean, everything thing from that paid off in my life, life now. So I can be able to look back and say, hey, I mean, you know what? Uh, things are hard. Push through it. So, I mean, for us, I mean, for me, it's a, it's a everyday thought. Why do you think you guys were such a disciplined team? Was it was it players being accountable to other players? Was that was that the coaches, or was that more of a of a player driven thing that we're going to make sure that this is the best year this team has ever had? Well, uh, for us, just that uh, previous year lost in the national title game, uh, put you know what I'm saying, just uh, really really bad bad um, chasing our miles. I mean, so for us, it was almost like a workman type type deal just to get the goal goal done. And for us, we was always we was always willing to willing to play for you know, our team. So I mean, like, there was no guys guys that wanted wanted a uh, stat. I mean, uh, all the guys just just played played hard. Great stuff. Well, Johnny, I uh, I can't thank you enough for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, I can tell you how much that team means to all the uh, the Gator fans. So we certainly appreciate it. Uh, and thank you so much for uh, letting us relive that great 42-7 to uh, win at Arkansas in that great national title year. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Really appreciate Johnny Rutledge's time. Uh, super player and uh, always fun catching up with uh, the former players that made that team uh, the special team that it is, one that we always will remember uh, fondly. It's Like I said, it's, it's the top team for me um, just for sentimental reasons, uh, you know, shaking off the wait till next year, the Florida has the you know, arrogance in Notre Dame and the tradition of Wake Forest. To me, that 96 team, they were the ones that forever put all that uh, 
buried it in the ground. All that crap that if you're a Florida fan, you had to listen to. And I think for that, they always uh, deserve. You know, they always deserve to be the top team. They they put there was so much uh, bad mojo that that team was able to uh, bury forever. And uh, I think really lead the way. You know, Urban Meyer's teams. Never really had to worry about, well, we've never done this. You know, is the school's never done this. Well, they had done it. And I, I do think that that made it a little bit easier uh, for the 06 and the 08 teams, as special as obviously those groups were as well. Uh, I think they owe a little something to the 96 team that they showed it can be done. Every, t- every time they went in that stadium, they saw it up on. Uh, they saw it up on the, the board, painted in, 1996, national champions. Uh, they saw the trophy. They saw the legacy. They saw Warfels Heisman, uh, all the stuff that came with it. So uh, a lot of fun uh, celebrating the 96 team. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about Florida's win over LSU, and we are certainly looking forward to that. I want to thank Johnny Rutledge uh, for joining us and also let you know this uh, episode of Celebrating 96 is sponsored by the personal injury law firm of Harold & Harold. A local family firm available 24-7, and my friends, you can trust them. Give them a call. Harold and Harold, don't settle for less than you deserve. They can be reached at 904-251-1111. This is Hayes Carlion. Thank you for listening to Celebrating 96 on 1010XL.com.